On today's show, the Taylor Swift ticketing great war. Love Island winners Ekansu and Davide call it quits. And does Sammy Robinson have a new man? Hello and welcome to Outspoken. It's your dose of the hottest influencer and pop culture news twice a week. I'm Sophie Torbert and we're back. I'm so happy because on Friday we had to put out a subs episode. It's the first time I think in about three years that we've missed an episode. Oh, it was such a shit feeling because I really wanted to rally together and get the podcast done. But Amy and I were just feeling so bad. So you told everyone on social media that we had a cold, but it was actually the flu. I don't think I felt so bad. I mean, COVID was nothing compared to this. There's definitely a lot going around at the moment. I really regret not getting my flu shot earlier so I highly recommend everyone goes and gets theirs done this week. Now Sophie a couple of months back we got our driver's license photos taken together and I thought you were high maintenance because you had to get yours taken a couple of times. That was nothing compared to Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Yeah so on a recent episode of the Kardashians Kim has shared the process that she went to to get the shot for her driver's license photo. So she had a full glam squad there, hair, makeup. They came with her. I love the fact that she still actually had to go Mm. in in person to the office and get it taken. I actually found it strange because I thought she'd be able to just send in a photo of herself. But she had to have the same camera that everyone else has. She had a fuck ton of lighting though. And she also had the opportunity to go behind the desk and say, no, no, I want a new one. I would have liked that opportunity. I think it's really unfair, but it also made me feel better in the sense of at least her photo looks good for a reason. Yeah, she looked great in the photo. I mean, not like me. In my driver's license photo, I feel like I will have to upload it to our Instagram story. I literally look like a wax figure and it looks like I've been shot in the face with makeup. I don't know. The saturation has been turned up so high. God, I had the most humbling experience on the weekend. So I was feeling like shit and I had to take a photo of myself to submit to um, the Indonesian visa process. And it was so hideous. Reese took it. It was the worst photo mm-hmm. I've ever seen of myself. And you know when you actually want to get rejected off the photo because mm. you're like, it doesn't match what I look like. Oh, my passport photo is a shocker. I'm looking forward to replacing it. And at the same time, whilst clearly it's ridiculous and not obtainable for people to have a glam squad come whilst they have their driver's license photo taken, I think it does make me feel vindicated in thinking that that photo is important because is. that photo follows you around for 10 years. And also... I feel like when you have kids, they love to look back at Mm. what your past photo looked like. And it's sort of this moment that is frozen in time. But that being said, it's funny because when you look back at your parents, you're like, oh my God, they look so glamorous and they look cool. Like, look at the clothes they were wearing. But it doesn't really seem the same if you've gone to the amount of effort that Kim has gone to. Oh, I think her kids have enough photos of her to look back on as well. (laughs) Talking about passport photos, I did see on TikTok this woman actually got nearly rejected at the booth because um, when she took her passport photo, she was full glammed up like Kim Kardashian, (laughs) except when she was traveling, she looked like absolute shit because she hadn't put any makeup on and she was jet lagged. And they're like, this is not you. So I suppose there's that danger as well of having too good of a photo. Tickets and passports, please. Is this upper class? This is upper class. Just want to know, when was this photo taken? Oh, it's very recent. Okay. (laughs) Is your boarding passes now? Have a good flight today. Last week, Taylor Swift broke Ticket Tech. Now, for anyone living under a rock, tickets to Taylor's Eras Tour went on sale in stages last week. The Bureau of Statistics estimated that only 2.4% of Australians would get tickets. So on Monday, people with an American Express card got the first crack, but could only select from VIP packages. 
Then on Wednesday, more than 4 million fans queued in the virtual lounge waiting to get tickets in the pre-sale. It was a Ticketek record. After the ordeal, two more tour dates were announced. Then on Friday, tickets went on sale to the general public. It didn't take long for all seven shows to sell out, but not everyone could get a ticket with many fans left devastated. And I just feel so much for those people that missed out. Oh, I feel so guilty telling anyone at the moment that we have tickets, especially because we did put out a few memes that were a bit, how you going? About how we were hating on everyone who got tickets in the Amex pre-sale. Yeah. Well, we did take the day off work on Wednesday to battle it out in the Great War. This is why I think you guys are sick because Mm. we literally, it was hell on earth. I feel so sorry for anyone who spent their day staring at that thing going back and forth i was so anxious because of fucking tiktok literally my algorithm was serving me up every single video with every tip i made this huge spreadsheet about how we were going to get the tickets and all the steps and copy and paste this and that to make sure we didn't get beaten by the clock and i woke up on the morning feeling like shit reese was like i think you've actually made yourself sick (laughs) over the tickets i had a nightmare the night before that somehow because you made a cheat sheet. So you had this Google Doc mm. and we all had to follow all of the instructions. Everything was, you know, pre-prepared with our credit card details, our pre-sale code. And I literally had this dream that I went on the computer and none of the forms would work. <laughs> I do have to give a shout out to Maddie. I know she is a listener of this podcast. She has exploded on TikTok because she is one of many Australians who have been giving out all of the tips. And she was so helpful. I literally wrote down every single mm. thing that she said. I do have to say though, Not one Taylor Swift expert on TikTok worked out that you could actually just fucking rock up to Ticketek in person and buy a ticket. Well, I don't think you could do that for the pre-sale. So the Frontier pre-sale was a bit different. But for general public, I feel like they should have made a bit of an announcement about that. That was not publicized anywhere. My understanding was that it was a complete online sale, Mm. a complete online event, if you will call it, because everyone has been talking about the fact that it is a gamble as to whether you're going to get through the queue. It doesn't matter if you've been waiting there longer. It doesn't matter when you sign in. It is complete chance. And I think it is completely unfair because, I mean, so many people, I put up a post saying, oh my God, did anyone know that you could just rock up? Mm. And I had a few oldies slipping into the DM saying, oh, well, of course you can go and buy tickets in person. And I'm like, I'm not that young. I have gone and bought tickets before, but this was completely an online sale. Yeah. The whole ticket tech system was shit in my opinion, because I think it's really unfair that people were logged on for so long and then other people could log in like four hours later Mm -hmm. and just get tickets. The fact that it was set up like a lottery, Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem fair. At least as you said, if you're going down to the ticket tech booth, you're camping out, you're actually putting the effort in and you're being rewarded with tickets. However, this system did not seem fair. And there's so many huge Taylor Swift fans that missed out. I feel so sorry for them because I just put myself in their shoes and Mm. I'd be sick to my stomach because as you said, everywhere on social media, everyone is going nuts about these tickets and you would have complete FOMO. Now, while we did see a lot of public figures getting tickets during the Amex pre-sales, side note, we didn't actually hear why or how all of them seemed to have their credit cards. Anyway, I was actually shocked, though, to see that quite a number of high-profile people missed out. So one of those people that missed out was Jade Tunchi. Now, she went against recommendations from Swifties on TikTok, and she actually logged into the pre-sale hours before it actually went on sale. I didn't really get why people did that. I I suppose they 
thought that whoever was on the longest would get preference. Yeah, well, you'd think that's how it would work. So she sat on there for hours on end in the pre-sale and also the general sales, and she still didn't get tickets. Her friend, Steph Claire Smith, also shared that she couldn't get tickets. But, I mean, I found this a bit weird because she announced earlier that she was going to be overseas when Taylor was in Australia. So I thought, well, you shouldn't be getting tickets then. Yeah, I did think that was a bit odd. I also find it funny because she said she was friends with Taylor when she was living in New York. Like, would that be a bit awkward going from actually befriending someone and then being a fan at their concert? I suppose with Taylor Swift, it's the fame level. Oh, I don't think so because it was such a long time ago. And I mean, obviously the friendship has fizzled out. See, a part of me would be dirty that we still weren't friends. I'd be Mm. like, what did I do wrong? It was pretty funny because Khan from MasterChef, he was offering to cook a meal for someone who gave him a spare ticket. Mm-hmm. He also offered up a date with Matt Agnew. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Matt Agnew have a partner? I'm a bit confused if that's still a thing or yeah, not. Yeah, it was definitely going strong when the Grand Prix was on. Now, one other thing that really infuriated me about Ticket Tech was they didn't have caps on how many shows you could attend. I heard of one guy in Adelaide attending all seven shows. So he rocked up in person to Ticketek and basically got a ticket for every single of her Australian shows. And I think that is plain un-Australian and unfair. Look, I can see why people want to go to multiple shows. And before the tickets went on sale, I think everyone was so deluded. Like Mm. I remember we were arguing about what seats we were going to get and what section and, oh, will we go to multiple shows? And once you had gone through the process, there was no way I was going to log back in and Mm. go through it again. Because firstly... It was fucking shit. But secondly, I actually think it's really unfair. And I saw all these people on TikTok saying that they couldn't get tickets and how upset they were. Mm. And personally, I would feel bad going to multiple shows and other people missing Mm. out. Yeah, definitely. When they're so sought after, I think you've got to do the right thing and cap it at one or two shows. Not all seven. Yeah, I just think seeing all the emotion on TikTok really got to me. Yeah, and it's really TikTok and the media that have hyped these tickets up. As a long-standing Taylor Swift fan, I have never seen this reaction to tickets. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that Harry Styles toured recently and Mm. they've turned the concerts into a real event to be at. Like, what are you going to wear? Like, all over TikTok, it's what's your Taylor Swift outfit going to be? I've been loving those TikToks. And because I've been sick for, like, the last five days, all I've been doing is scroll. (laughs) on social media trying to work out what my era's outfit is going to be the absolute skill of some of Mm. these people people are crafting her lover bodysuit with all these (laughs) gems like i actually cannot believe like hundreds of thousands of hours are going into it there was one girl that came as lavender haze have you seen this no she made this like metal outline of a skirt and then stuck all this fake lavender on it it would have been so heavy and uncomfortable to wear but it looked amazing yeah for those who are feeling miserable about not getting tickets we hear you i'm so sorry I feel deeply troubled that you're in this emotional state at the moment. But just remember, in September, they are putting up the resale ticket. So hopefully you should be able to get your hands on some. And thank goodness in Australia, you can only mark them up by 10% as the absolute max. So nothing will be too expensive. Did you see the girl lastly on TikTok? She was using her dad's Amex card to (gasps) buy the tickets. I did. And she accidentally bought $10,000 worth of tickets. Thankfully, she had a bunch of friends who wanted to buy them off her. I think I saw another TikTok she posted saying, when you're feeling really smug, when you accidentally bought 10K worth of tickets, but now they're like, (laughs) everyone wants them. Are you going to be making friendship bracelets? Well, it's funny you say that because I am a bit of a new follower of Kelsey Ballerini. It's because she is the girlfriend of my man crush, Chase Stokes from Outer Banks. And I mentioned that. 
because on the weekend she was in concert and she actually got one of those friendship bracelets thrown <laughs> in her it. face. And because she wears all of them from fans a bit like mm. Taylor does. So I'm like, hmm. Definitely not going to throw one up to Taylor Swift because there was this huge thing, Kelsey Ballerini attacked on mm. stage. And I'm like, that poor fan. They were probably just trying to get the bracelet up to her. We have made it to Amalfi and I couldn't be happier. Brisbane influencer Sophie Jane Miller is living every girl's European summer dream. For the last month, the 24-year-old has been traveling across Europe with her longtime boyfriend, Sam. And on Sunday night, she revealed Sam proposed in Greece after five years together. I was genuinely so excited for these two. They actually seem like the cutest couple. Also, Sam reminds me a lot of your partner, Brandon, Sophie. Yeah, it's really weird. I can see the similarities between the two of them because they're both very sweet and cute Mm. and they sort of dote on their partner. But they also look similar too. I don't know. There's something. They definitely do. What happened photo, (laughs) the two of them together? But yeah, they do look kind of similar. It's so funny because before she came out with this announcement, I was messaging you guys saying how much I was enjoying these vlogs because she has been, as you say, Kate, taking her followers behind the scenes of her trip to Europe. And while she has been sharing the glamorous side of it, she's also been very realistic in what she's shown. So the poor thing, she and her boyfriend, Sam, they literally got struck down with this terrible food poisoning. So for her birthday, she was over there and they had, I think it was in the Amalfi Coast, they had this – well, her boyfriend had this spaghetti mussel pasta, this seafood pasta, and she literally had one tiny bite for it and was completely struck down, vomiting for days. Oh, the photo of the food made me feel Ugh. ill looking at it because that pasta just looks suspicious looking at it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, whilst I am kind of sick of seeing a lot of Europe content mm. from people at the moment – I am enjoying this one, though. Sam did a beautiful job at selecting a ring. It is so nice. Yeah, I was really intrigued to see the ring. It's a beautiful oval cut diamond, very on trend. Really happy for the two of them. There was a part of me that was quite shocked that they're only 23, 24 and getting engaged. Yeah, but they live together. They've been living together for years. They've got their dogs together. I think that also you do mature a lot when certain situations in your life happen. You sort of have to grow up quicker. And I just think it's lovely news very wholesome i get very wholesome vibes from sophie on her youtube i think she's a great one to follow because she's very non-problematic you can just enjoy watching the content it's funny you say that because i was trying to have a scroll back to work out how long they'd actually been together for and i feel like she was at the start trying to promote herself as a bit of a sarah's day like she was doing all of the diets and the workouts but she definitely is not problematic anymore like, why are you holding a camera? <laughs> We're doing it. I feel like shit. I've been as sick as a dog. We're going to vlog together. We're going to spend the weekend together. I miss you guys. Sammy Robinson has teased a potential new relationship. So the fashion designer shared a photo from the beach of her silhouette cuddled up to another tall silhouette. It appears she was spending the day at her parents' mansion at the beach, so it could be serious. Now, this silhouette does not look like Jordan Simmy, does it? Because I don't think I can stand that. Well, the silhouette was tall, so I mean, it could be him, but I don't think it is him. I think she's over him finally. Mm. Oh, this is really exciting. I think Sammy needs a really nice guy yeah i actually was loving it because as i've mentioned i was sick and i've been watching a lot of youtube to recover and she's uploaded two vlogs in the last two weeks and (laughs) she was saying how she was so excited to be vlogging again and it felt very nostalgic and i felt nostalgic watching it but nothing's changed even though she's so successful 
she still lives a bit like a slob. Like I love her. It was messy in her house. She had to have her friends come over and help clean out her wardrobe. She was at her parents' house. Now, more importantly, do we know any more details about this guy? We've only seen his silhouette, but she, <laughs> has she breadcrumbed anymore? I haven't seen anything else. And in her vlog, she was very single. She was always hanging out with her friends. Her friend lives with her. She was with her dogs. I think we've got to do a bit more investigating. If anyone has any details, let us know. Yeah, head into our DMs. What do you expect in four days that I marry you? Don't show off. Why are you doing this? You are a liar, actress. Go the fuck out. Last year's Love Island winners Ekansu and Davide have stunned fans by announcing their shock split just a month shy of their one-year anniversary. And to refresh your memories, they appeared in what I would say has been one of the most iconic popular seasons of Love Island. So before entering the villa, Ekansu was a Turkish soap star and Davide was a self-confessed Italian Stalin. He is ridiculously good looking and he knows it. He, I think Amy probably loved him the most out of anyone that's ever been on Love oh, Island. Look, I, I really liked him too. <laughs> <laughs> now, their relationship on the show had a lot of ups and downs, but they really got it together at the end and they took home the crown and everyone was so happy for them. I was happy for them and I do like them together, but it never really made sense. Like I always thought it was a bit of a showmance towards the end because I think they picked up on how popular they were together. And I did watch some of their vlogs since they appeared out of the villa and it was very forced. Like you could tell she really liked Davide, but Davide wasn't as keen on Ekansu. It was kind of as though they could see the opportunities that would be presented to them if they were a couple as opposed to being separate entities. Yeah. I mean, we saw that they got that reality TV show where they toured around and visited their family. So did obviously, that ever happen? Yeah, it did happen. Oh. It was aired on ITV. So they obviously knew as soon as they left the house, there were a lot of opportunities for them together. And Eck and Sue, her following went out of control. She probably has the most followers apart from Molly May mm. that a winner has received. I think there was always an expiration date on this relationship, probably having to do with when they're filming mm. and when they're not. Well, I mean, generally couples put out a joint statement, but strangely in this instance, Davide broke the news by himself on Instagram. He wrote on his stories, Ek and Sue and I are no longer together. I'm grateful for the memories and opportunities we shared together and I wish her nothing but the best. I would like for everybody to respect the decision during this difficult time. I will continue to support Ekin in any way possible. Now, Ekin Sue was tagged in the post, but she hasn't put out a statement of her own. She hasn't made any comments after the breakup. She definitely didn't reshare this post at all. Yeah, it was all very odd. I also noticed that just before Davide made the announcement, she shared a selfie of her, her auntie and her mum saying finally reunited. And it appears they're on holiday in Turkey together. Yeah, it definitely does make it very confusing. And the reason that people are really surprised about this is because two days earlier, Davide and Ekin Sue, they appeared on a red carpet together for the premiere of Indiana Jones, the movie. And Ek and Sue posted a loved up photo of the two of them and wrote premiere with my man. Now, Davide also posted a photo of them together, but he didn't mention Ek and Sue in the caption. I mean, his caption wasn't quite as glowing. It just seems really bizarre timing. And a lot of people were saying that 
perhaps Ek and Sue has been blindsided by this because, as you say, after the premiere, she jetted off to Turkey to spend time with her family. So what has happened in between this premiere to two days later announcing that they've split? Yeah, well, cheating rumours have followed the couple around for some time now. And even before the breakup, there were cheating rumours trending on TikTok yeah, for the couple. This popped up as a suggestion for me and I was like, ooh, what's going on? So in April, there were news reports saying that Ek and Sue had caught Davide messaging two models, one by the name of Harriet Wilson. And it was alleged that Davide met up with the two women while Ek and Sue was out of the country and also that he was caught messaging them afterwards. So Ek and Sue reportedly contacted Harriet herself and told her that she was furious about their messaging. It's alleged that Ek and Sue wrote, sleeping with my boyfriend, you're finished. Well, Ekansu's friend, Made in Chelsea star Lily Gray, actually addressed the cheating rumours at the time whilst appearing on a podcast. And she said, Davide likes to party a lot and he's a big party boy and often leaves Ekansu at events to chase the night. She continues saying she has told Ekansu to sack him off a few times. Yeah, and Ekansu really fueled these rumours further by liking a tweet which read, Distance is my new answer to disrespect. I no longer react. I no longer argue. I no longer dive into drama. I simply remove my presence. It's quite ironic because Ekin Sue was cast as this cheater on Love Island because mm. she went and kissed Jay behind Davide's back when they were coupled up together. I mean, to be fair, they'd known each other for a couple of days. It was hardly like they were in this serious relationship. Now, what has been generating a lot of headlines is the fact that Davide is currently holidaying in Ibiza and a day before making the breakup announcement, he teased fans that he was going to be a bombshell on the current season of Love Island. So he shared a photo of himself looking smoking hot in the pool and he wrote, guess who's coming back? And he did a little palm tree emoji. Now, this was not a popular move for fans, especially following the news with many abusing him in the comment section. One person wrote, just broke up with Ekin, now going back on Love Island, no doubt. This is all staged. Another user wrote, I've really expected more class from you. Sad, really. So why would he have posted that before even announcing the breakup? Well, he has actually now come out with a statement because the backlash has gotten so bad, he has had to comment on it. So he basically said that there's a fake narrative being circulated about him at the moment. He wrote, I genuinely don't understand how some people can twist my old pics from my Ibiza post, creating this fake narrative that I could be going back to Love Island, when in reality, this was a work trip with Boohoo Man arranged months ago. Did anyone even think how difficult it would be for me to post the story knowing that right now all I needed was actually some peace and privacy. Well, why did he post the story then? Because the thing is, if you had work scheduled in and the copy of the post had already been approved, wouldn't you be like, this is not good timing? to announce a breakup well clearly for boohoo men it was probably fantastic timing and to be fair maybe he couldn't get out of the contract he probably had to i mean i'm sure they're paying him a truckload of money well i'm assuming it's like boohoo have worked it out because casa amore is about to start they've also had katie return from series two of love island to the villa so they're like oh cool this sounds like a cute little idea to get some attention on the post But then in real life, he's actually is breaking Mm. up with his girlfriend. So 
why wouldn't he personally hold off on announcing that himself? Exactly. And he has also kicked back at claims that he blindsided Ekansu. So he wrote, contrary to what Chinese whispers are saying, I didn't blindsight her as she was fully aware about my intentions to post. And at first, she even agreed to post at the same time. She did change her mind last minute, though. I respected her decision to not post it at the same time as me. But since the relationship has been on the rocks for months and parting ways has been a long time coming, I ultimately decided to go ahead with it rather than keep on dragging a situation that has become unhealthy for both of us. This has been one of the hardest things I have ever done in my life and there's no perfect way to navigate a breakup. He's made it abundantly clear that he's the one that's broken up with Ek and Sue, yeah. particularly the fact that he says, oh, yeah, she was keen to post at the same time as me, but then pulled out. It's like she's clearly hoping that they get back together. Or she's hurt. I mean, these two lived together. They had an apartment together. It was all getting very serious. I mean, he says that he hasn't blindsided her, but it does seem like a very last minute thing to do considering they were literally at a premiere two days before. They clearly have had some sort of fight and maybe she was hoping, as you say, that it was resolved. Yeah, well, particularly because she's with her family in Turkey on holiday, maybe they thought, oh, we'll give each other some space and then once we're back together, we'll decide what we're going to do. I'm really hoping hoping that she does drop some juicy tea yeah that's what we're needing yeah i totally agree something is not adding up here i am so obsessed with love island at the moment what bit are you up to I'm up to the recent episode, but okay. I do know that a lot is going down in Casaramore. Now, I do want to put a disclaimer. If you are watching Love Island and you don't want any spoilers, please just stop the episode now. Yes. I can't believe that they have brought Molly back. As oh. in, it's a f- stroke of genius by the producers. There's rumors that Molly's mum works for ITV. I don't know how true Ooh. that is. I mean, she is studying acting so i can see that she does play it up and it's just the perfect storyline do you buy that zach is into whitney see i i keep up to date on instagram but i'm still a few weeks behind so where i'm up to meddy has broken up with whitney and he's moved pretty fast with trying to get with leah yeah so i am not up to the bit where whitney and Zach or I get together. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, Whitney's got a fantastic personality. She's a bloody classic. But See, I actually don't like her. Really? I wanted her and Meddy to go together. I was like, please leave. I'm sick of them. Really? I think she's quite funny. What I find funny is that Caddy, who's um, from season two that's come in, she was acting like she was way too good for Zachariah. And then suddenly she's so put out by it and so pissed off and not playing it cool <laughs> at all. I really hope with Casa and Moore that they don't drag it on for too long. Last yeah. season, they really dragged it on. And you're oh. sort of like, can they just get back to the villa so that it all kicks off? I can't wait to see what Tyreek gets up to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we could talk about Love Island all day. So we will wrap things up. Thank you for listening to another episode of Outspoken. If you did enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star review. This episode was recorded on the traditional land of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains. We pay respect to elders past and present. And if you want to hear more content from us we're dropping an episode of outspoken plus tomorrow so if you want to listen to that and haven't subscribed please subscribe all of the details are in the show notes